Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> also, his name is Cooper Cup. You know, yeah, yeah, he came right from the country club. Him and Trey Wingo, <laughs> the third, by the way. That's why I don't feel sorry for him getting X'd out on ESPN. <laughs> Dad has no sympathy for Trey Wingo or Kurt Warner. Just when Zach was about to bully me this week, I brought my dad, as every cool kid does when they're about to get bullied. Uh, and just when sports was getting boring, it's time for the Flurry Sports Podcast. Pete, say hello to the world. <laughs> hello, world. How are you tonight? Uh, not a live show. Not uh, a live show. That's right. oh. It's the Christmas show. So we thought we'd bring on our most merry person we knew. Full of holiday cheer and spirit. So we've got Pete here. Uh, we talked about last week uh jake told the story about the minor league team in florida that you introduced him to that's right what are they called come on oh god i don't remember you it has a funny name (laughs) you're gonna (laughs) it's the kissing me ass oh kissing me astros yes kissing me astros i am sorry i tell you what (laughs) yeah i didn't make it up i promise (laughs) yeah no kissing me astros there's a big there is a big banner and uh, uh, by uh, in in Florida, it, they have it in Fort Myers. They yeah. advertise the Kissimmee Astros. That'll tell you how popular they are. They advertise the Kissimmee Astros in Fort Myers, Florida. Perfect. <laughs> what more do you need? No, that's what they're known for. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we had a big yes. week. Pete also came on to sort of be the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future, I think, for uh, Packer fans here, talking about the Dark Ages, warning us, like, ooh, don't do this, because this is going to be your Yeah, it is true. If you can remember Jim Del Gazel, we got her, baby. All the Jim Del Gazel fans are losing their mind. Yeah, they're like, yes, mark that off the bingo card. Uh, but yeah, we can talk about that first, I guess, uh, the Packers in general. So they played on Christmas. Definitely a closer game than it should have been, I would say. We didn't watch it together, but I assume you guys also didn't enjoy the game as much as it probably should have gone. Correct. Uh, History was made, though. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what trivia fact? Oh, yeah. Pretty big one. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers obviously became the passing uh, touchdown leader for the Green Bay Packers, passing Brett Favre. Uh, threw it to Alan Lazard down the right sideline, got the touchdown. So, in my opinion, this was more impressive than Brett Favre's 
last touchdown, which was to Bubba Franks. Obviously, Bubba Franks, a historic figure in Packers history. Do you agree, Pete? Oldest looking player that ever played in the NFL. <laughs> Best Bubba in football, though, right? Is there yeah. a better Bubba? Yes. <laughs> well, who is it? Bubba Smith. Damn it. Bubba Smith, besides being a very good defensive lineman, did awesome Miller Lite commercials with Bob Euchre and all those guys. Okay. I mean, second Bubba's not too bad. <laughs> okay, there you go. Third on the list, Bubba Watson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, nice visor. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously, there's been some crap going on. Uh, with the Aaron Rodgers saga constantly just a swirling whirlwind of shit, I would say, and it continues to pick up. And they ask new things each week. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers continues to say, hey, I love this place. I'm never going to leave this place because clearly the front office is going to sign me back now. Um, but I think there's still actually weirdly a pretty loud like point of the fan base that's like, Let's get rid of him. We got our guy. We don't need this diva around, and I understand he's a diva. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I understand he's uh, not the most likable person off the field, but when he throws touchdowns, he's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and I think, Pete, you were talking to Jake, and I think uh, me a little bit as well, just kind of saying, you know, maybe maybe let's uh, side up a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, some people don't remember the Packers in the <laughs> 80s. They did still play football in the 80s, Ooh. and it wasn't... Uh, was it the most fun? <laughs> oh my god, they were terrible. Um, they didn't. They did. If you don't have a quarterback, you can't win, and you couldn't win back then without a quarterback, and you certainly can't win now. And um, but they were the Chicago Bears in that era of of two years and somebody else. Sure. And and uh, but the Rodgers thing it gets complicated. Because of the saga of last year, yeah, and and then Zach knows more about this than me. Where does the GME go? Still say I wasn't wrong about love, mm-hmm. right? I, and yeah, that's the whole business decision of it now. Yeah, because like he wants to leave his fingerprint on the mm-hmm. franchise. If they win a Super Bowl this year, no one's gonna say. Man, Brian Gutekind's put together a hell of a football team. Yes. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers finally did it. He finally did it. He led us to victory. He led us to the promised land. Just yeah. like Brett Favre said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Even give Brett Favre a little bit of credit during yeah. the game. Oh, yeah. I need to bring this up. That's a good point. Do you think Brett Favre should have used his plea for something like a little spicier? Like he was like, please win us the Super Bowl. I was really hoping he was going to be like, I want you to sign a four-year deal. Like I wanted right. it to be really specific or be like, you owe me a million dollars. Like, Barb could have used that moment for anything, man. Buy all of my copper sleeves. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everyone. This moment's sponsored by Copper Fit. <laughs> yeah. Or he could have could have said, uh, instead of giving uh, Rodgers a bunch of credit and go win a Super Bowl, he could have said, so how much did you learn from me in those three years? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank You're you welcome. very much. I did laugh. One of the people commentating said at one point, like, from his former mentor, Brett Favre, oh, man. I'm like, oh, is that what we're calling him now? Yeah. <laughs> and it did look like Brett was just watching the game, and then suddenly the TV talked back to him. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, way to go, kid. <laughs> Keep her up. Pass yeah. a beer. 
Congrats. Yeah, he's like, uh, he was there like, you go. Yeah, he wasn't too uh, animated, I would say. No. Plus, he had to just watch Joe Buck trash him because they put up the graphic and it was like, what great comparable numbers. Except for interceptions there at the bottom. And they were like, now, Brett Favre. It's like, screw you, Joe Buck. I don't know if this sidetracks us or not. That's fine. But um, you, you talk about when he said, uh, I was mouthing off about being a mentor and, and yeah. teaching him. What what do you really think quarterbacks think about the guy behind them? You know, right. they, they say, you know, they're grooming so-and-so. Nobody wants the guy behind him to be worth a crap. It's like, I hope you break your leg. Good luck with you, you know? Well, Roethlisberger got shit for that a couple of years ago when he wasn't teaching Mason Rudolph how to play in the league or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is he supposed to do? Yeah. That's what the quarterback coach is there. Yeah. And I think even like talking, Aaron Rodgers talked about it with Jordan Love and stuff like that. He said, not his coach. If he has a question, I'll answer it. Yep. But like, yeah, I mean... Rodgers understands the situation. His yeah. seat's hot. He yeah. needs to win another MVP to stay. Yeah. And he might. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but I don't I, I don't think I mean Rodgers is a jack wagon. But Correct. I don't think he's special in that in that uh situation where um he's not putting his arm around love and saying, This is what you gotta do here and this is what you gotta do there. It's not his job. No. And it just feels like another thing where it's like randomly we're like, football player must also be great guy. You know, it's like every opportunity for like, well, yes, good at football, sure. But did they help the other dude? You know, they always talk about Brett Favre for all of the backups he had who did well elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if Kurt Warner won a Super Bowl because he was a, you know, (laughs) grocery store clerk and then under Brett Favre. They didn't get a movie because of it. That's right. That's true. And he wasn't played by Kevin James. Which I'm not going to watch, by the way. That's going to be boring as heck. There ain't no getting around. What's more exciting than Kurt Warner? True. (laughs) Certainly not his wife. (laughs) Bingo. Fun fact for the listeners, my dad hates the Warners. (laughs) That's not true. Okay. I have a question about the 80s. Okay. I was there then. Yeah. 80s Packers are just the 80s, 80s. Packers. Okay. Why is this so much longer? Yeah. What was Reagan like? Anyways. <laughs> he was old. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, so here's the question Who was the best of the 80s quarterbacks? Who was the guy you were like, we found it. We did it. Well, with, with hopefully not getting proven wrong. I think Lynn Dickey played for him in the 80s. He did. And so he would be the best of that. Because they were good offensively when D- Dickey played. That was one one of those stretches um, where they were 8-8, eight and, eight and eight, you know, 7-9. Yeah. But their defense was the worst in, you know, football. I don't know if they still have the record, but uh, for a while they scored the most <coughs> points on uh, the, the game was the, the highest scoring Monday night football game for a long time. It was like 49, 48 type of deal. You know, it took 16 yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he would be the best 80s quarterback they have, but he wouldn't be considered like the ones that I was t- talking about, the yeah. Carlos Browns and the Scott Hunters and the. And, and, sorry, nobody knows who those guys are. But, no, I think that makes the point. Yeah. <laughs> But yes. We know you want to, so talk to us about Carlos Brown. All right. <laughs> this will be, in my opinion, the, the thing that proves my point about how the quarterbacks were not good for the Green Bay Packers of that era. Mm-hmm. 
Carlos Brown changed his name to become an actor. <laughs> Instead of keeping his Packer name, he changed it. He was he was uh, Bubba, another Bubba, on in the heat of the night, and, wow. he, and his last name was Autry when he when he was on that show. So, <laughs> so yeah, you're right. All these other like Jerry Rice and Dan Marino. In like uh, Dan Marino showed up in a Jim Carrey movie. I can't remember what which one right now. The the, the pet detective. Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, which Carrey did I say? I don't know. What's yeah. the question? <laughs> I was, I was up Dan Marino was in the Jim Carrey movie. He yeah. didn't show up as Dave Moonstar. <laughs> no, you know he's like, hey, I'm Dan Marino, not Brown. <laughs> Brown That's not like, me. That wasn't me. No, not for the Packers. I was looking up his acting career just to see if it's any better. It's not great. No. He was on the 700 Club. I think that was his biggest thing. Okay. Uh, but that was like a couple time appearance. Okay. Uh, was on the A team, though, as Gary Crenshaw and as Mike the Hammer Horn. So he got to play two different characters, which tells you how big of a star he was. <laughs> yeah, true enough. Oh, I didn't show. say he won an Academy Award. Right? He also became the mayor of Fresno, though. Oh! As... Alan Autry. So still not as Carlos Brown. <laughs> Again, proves the point. Proves the point. That wasn't me. I didn't inhale. Were there any Carlos Brown believers back in the day? Like when he was on the team, was there ever a moment where it's like, he's our guy? I don't believe so. But if I got, they all kind of blur together. Yeah. But if I believe if I got the right one, he had a strong arm. Absolutely no touch, you know. I mean, he could yeah. rip it through people's hands, you know. <laughs> Five-yard pass was the same as a 50-yard pass. Oh, he must have made an impact because he played in three games total. Yeah. <laughs> you remember this guy. Yeah. You want to bury him. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I'm that's, better. Tell you I'm to... that's better. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. like, he, was... he made quite an impact. <laughs> <laughs> he really got up quick. He played in three games total. That's awesome. You remember he's a steel trap? Oh, and three record. <laughs> if that's surprising. Yeah, no, it is not. I wonder, how, does it say how many, I don't suppose it says how many games he was on the team or whatever. Uh, he was on the team for 26, it looks like. Sure. So, he's another one. Here's one. Blair Keel. Remember him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I? Well, he went to Notre Dame. Anyway... He was a Packer backup for years and years and years. He was a backup for Favre for quite a while. Wow. And then Favre got hurt and he had to play. <laughs> Zai. <laughs> Blair Keel, also an 0-3 record. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, at, look at how many games he, he, he played, though. Yeah, he was there for – he was with the Packers for three years. Yeah. At the end of his career. His career ended after the Packers, so that might say something, too. Yeah. We got to play. <laughs> he was a 30-year-old when he left, though. He yeah, was in the league a while. He was another one of them that had his street clothes on underneath his uniform. <laughs> and and freaking got down to the third-string quarterback, and he was screwed. He had to come in, and there it went. Not bad for a guy named Blair, though. <laughs> Nickname's Popeye. It says it on Pro Football oh, Reference. Does it really? Popeye? Yeah, yeah I they did don't not usually know say that. nicknames. They want to want to make sure everyone knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> big spinach guy or big chicken guy? Only two hundred nine pounds, so he doesn't seem very. Well, I was going to say I don't remember him being ripped, but uh, six foot two hundred nine. Yeah, Popeye. 
Yeah. Good for him. He must have liked spinach. <laughs> Baby, big spinach guy. His girlfriend was olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> that was the nickname for him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... What, what, I, I don't know if I've asked, asked you this. So you saw Jordan Love one game. Obviously, it's not fair to right. judge him fully on that. Mm-hmm. Would you feel comfortable if it was like Aaron Rodgers is only going to extend his, an extension? It has to be $40, $45 million per year. Would you be comfortable with the Packers not giving him that and moving on to Jordan Love next year? Or are you of the camp where it's like pay him whatever he needs yeah. because he is the team? Oofta. Um because I think that's so, where the price would be. 40, 40 to 45. For for like three years? Yeah, I can't imagine more than three. Three, four, maybe. My opinion has probably changed this year, and it's probably, I don't know if it's a smart thought, but I'd pay him. I'd pay him. I haven't seen anything that would say to me that he, they're going to be good if, if he's... Mm-hmm. He's a quarterback. Because if Rodgers leaves, you also are probably going to lose Adams. Yeah. Almost would, for sure. I would. I would. You can, I think they can make him a, a franchise take him. But, I mean, at that point, is he going to be happy? He's no, going to no. do his thing. Right. Um, and, and they've got other talent. But, um, no, I, w- I, I wouldn't tie my wagon to love. I... Don't don't you think this is maybe the a real old guy reference has nothing to do with sports? One of the worst things you can do in life is make a mistake and say, "Screw you, I was right, I was right, I was right all the way down." You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for whatever the reason was for drafting Love, if they thought they saw a decline, past history where we've always got a quarterback ready and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and so they went for Love. It was too soon. Yeah. For one thing. And two, Rodgers has proven he's still really, really good. Um, there's no way, even if Love ends up being good, he won't be yeah. good for two years. You know, I mean, he'd have to play next year yeah. all the time, growing pains, lucky to be 500 even on a good team. Mm-hmm. And and he's also going to get annihilated because Rodgers is going to go somewhere else and be in the Pro right. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I would pay him whatever, and it would be one of those things where you grit your teeth and do it. It's like I'm paying this jackass $45 million because he's making me. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point now, because I think that's what they should do, and I think that's what they will do. Okay. Rodgers and Jordan Love have the exact same agent. I would assume Jordan Love wants to get out then. Okay. Right? So does Gudikins have enough pride or, you know... Does he have too much pride to trade him? Or can he like trade him to somebody like the Steelers who ste- seriously need a quarterback, something like that? Maybe he has some, or or the Browns even. Browns have the uh, Aaron Rodgers' former quarterback coach, mm-hmm. so he has some sort of familiarity there. Mm-hmm. Like, would he be able to trade him for a fifth-round pick? Because I think that's probably the asking price. That would be the most they would get for him, I would think. Yeah. The only thing they could possibly do is trade him for like a sixth round pick with qualifications that if he plays well, yeah. you get a three or something like that. Otherwise, you're not getting better than a five. No, he hasn't shown anything to right. me that says that he's gonna he, he's worth giving more than a fifth round draft choice for. 
I mean, I don't think he's any good whatsoever. But <laughs> uh, I, the Kansas City game showed that he can't even read a defense either. Yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. worse off because he hasn't seen a defense yeah. ever yeah. in the Mountain West. Yeah. yeah. But to your point before that he needs a couple more years, yeah. if they hang on to him now, then he would be behind Rodgers still. Who knows how much development's going on there. Yeah. And then once you need him, now you have to pay him. Yeah. Now, at that point, the Packers are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you're paying a guy who you don't know is good. Yeah, right. Um, the the best thing to do in my my mind would be, just to my initial point, we made a mistake. Yeah. We'll take our fifth-round draft choice, and we'll move on. And if he turns out to be really good somewhere else, then you could say, I knew I was right. You jackasses made me trade him mm-hmm. because, because of this – 45 year million year guy who now broke his arm because that's yeah. probably what will happen too, you know? Yeah, you know. But um, hanging on to him would be the worst, in my mind, would be the worst move because he's doesn't not help anybody. It, no. it doesn't help him and it doesn't help the Packers. Yeah. And it doesn't make the GM look good. To your question, I have no idea what his pride is going to do. You right. Know? Yeah. right. Have, yeah. Former lacrosse alum, haven't met him yet. My really? bad. I know, I know. But one eagle to another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would hope that he realizes if he goes somewhere, to your point, if they get anything for him and he's terrible, it's a win. Mm-hmm. If he gets anything for him and he's good, it's a win-win. Yeah. yeah. And who cares? Like, to your point earlier, as long as Rodgers is good, it will be Rodgers who gets all the credit. So now all you have to do is stay out of the way. I don't think he. I don't think the GM can win, like and get credit until Roger stuff is out. So just go and screw it up, especially with Devontae in the mix. Yeah, you can't lose Devontae right now. No. He is no ungodly good. No, correct. And <clears throat> the other thing is, if if not a record holder, if though. if the GM no. Lazard, if the GM knows anything, and <laughs> I'm sure Zach doesn't think he does. <laughs> I think he does uh, some things well. I um. I would take the other approach to that. I think he's pretty damn good, except that he screwed up the love situation. Yeah. Um, but if he's got any kind of self-confidence whatsoever, he should understand that he's not winning this situation because whatever happens with love, they're going to blame him one way or the other. If if you keep him, you say that's the stupidest thing ever. If he goes somewhere and then he's good, well, you, you thought he was good. And then you traded him. Mm-hmm. You got a fifth round draft choice. You're a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he can't care what other people say. He's the the best thing for Love would be to move. The best thing for the Packers to do would be to move Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And part of the, I think the biggest majority of people who are completely behind Jordan Love, which is fine, mm-hmm. is that quarterbacks are or Packers are a quarterback factory. So. Uh, like for you as you know, like you said, you've seen the Packers yeah. when they've been bad. Yeah. Seen the Packers when they've been good. Yeah. How many quarterbacks have they drafted that are good? Because they didn't draft Brett Favre. So we're no. talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yes. If you want to include Matt Flynn, go ahead. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. Scott Tolzien. Scott Tolzien. We got no. Brett Hundley in there. No. Like they don't draft quarterbacks that well. No. I don't no. get the point here. Well, they. yeah, they're not a quarterback. They also factory. haven't had to in... Correct. Twenty. I. I. I your yeah. point is right. I'm just saying. Well, even backups too. Correct. Like the yeah. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hasselbeck. Um. You know, Hasselbeck is good. 
Later, we'll probably get you said we're going to probably talk about cliches. One of the cliches that is the the falsest ever are the Packers got these coaches that are quarterback whisperers or whatever. That's a great one. Like Mark Tressman. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've been told. Anyway, um, uh, you know, face it. Favre wasn't listening to nobody. If you whispered to him, it echoed between his two damn ears. And and Rogers has proven that he knows that he thinks he knows more than anybody there there is. Mm-hmm. You know, so they didn't become great quarterbacks because of the tutelage they had from the Packers. Mm-hmm. I mean. Not that they don't deserve any credit. I'm not saying the coaches don't deserve any credit. But this is another thing that I, I th- thought of. At the level, when you get to the NFL, um, there's they all know football to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. there's obviously, there, some of them aren't as good as teachers or whatever else, but they know X's and O's. Yeah. You know, I mean, a bench warmer in high school isn't good enough to play, but might know the game better than their best player. Yeah. You know? So, um, when you get to the NFL and coaching, it's more about getting the players to, you know, to perform, to understand your system and to perform, but it's not to teach them how to play football. Right. They don't make anybody faster, you know? Yeah. Geez, we taught that, that uh, defensive lineman to be big. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. also if there's a speed coach out there, Ben Roethlisberger needs you desperately. <laughs> He's been trying to call you for years. <laughs> also, Dad, you were a dairy farmer for like forty years. Yes. Yeah. Cow whisperer, compliment <laughs> or understatement? <laughs> it's a lie because anybody that's ever ever dealt with cows. Twice a day for 40 freaking years. You don't whisper at the dumb assholes. It's like, get off my goddamn foot, you son of a bitch. Whisper a neutral touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. here to tell you. All right, so there goes that. I don't know, but I'm not a cow whisperer. Oh, okay. <laughs> to your point about not teaching these players how to play football. I think that's really applicable to the Packers special teams right now. Yes. People are, like, criticizing Mo Drayton sure. completely. I think he's not without some blame. Sure. But he's dealing with fourth-string tight ends on his kickoff team who can't. Can barely make it down the field. Right. No one can tackle. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's like, how much blame does he deserve? <laughs> Especially when the Packers special teams have been bad for yep. ever. Yeah. Like, it's just the same cycle over and over. So, it's like... Uh, is there, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, like, how much blame do you think he should be giving, I guess? And do you think that is, do you think it's too bad of a unit to win a Super Bowl this year? Or do you think it's one of those things where uh, you can hide some of those mistakes, I guess? You want me to go first? Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that. <laughs> probably doesn't deserve a ton of blame mm-hmm. because they're playing a lot of people on special teams that probably shouldn't be playing football, per- period, let period, alone, yeah. you know. Um, 
But I think part of the Packers' special teams issues are is they refuse to play any of their frontline players on special teams. And I, if you look at the good special teams, the teams that have good special teams, they play, you know, you can't, you're not playing all your starters on special teams, but you got to play a few. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I, you watch them go down to cover kicks and stuff, you know, and it's like, why is Chubby running down yeah. there, you know? I mean, um, so I think whoever's philosophy that is, and I think part of it, you talk about not being the special teams uh, coach's fault. Um, I, I think that's, if you want to talk to the GM, I would yeah. guess that part of that falls on him because they, yeah. they, they've been bad special teams for a long time and they never play any starters on their yeah, special teams. Yeah, that goes teams. before Thompson era and all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, to answer the second part of that question, because I agree with that completely, I think it's still good enough to win the Super Bowl and here's why. One... Uh, they'll do, which I disagree with as a philosophy, what they have for years, which is the playoffs hit. Suddenly you see more of those starters mm-hmm. out there, and they look a little green because mm-hmm. it's like they haven't done it mm-hmm. all year. Suddenly Randall Cobb's back there with a broken arm. Yeah, but yeah, yes, yeah. he'll be out there. No, he won't be. But like someone, someone sure. like that will be out there. Um, and whether that works or not, it's it doesn't need to be great to be honest, on that team. But it's bad. Boy, is it bad. (laughs) When's the last time the Packers had a a returner specialist? Boy. Desmond Howard? Is it that far back? It's a benchmark. It's a benchmark. You tell me if there's been someone... Well, I'm trying to remember somebody, but but I can't remember, you know, forever... Their punt returner was a so either a safety or or somebody yeah. like that mm-hmm. that was just going to fair catch. They right. they they've done that for they did that for a long time. I remember when they put Woodson out there on only like like winter solstice would hit and then suddenly yeah Woodson would go back and do yeah. it once in a while. Um, I, God, I think you might be right. It might be Desmond Howard, and I. You know, 98, 99. Um, you know, they had, um, they picked up, they traded for somebody a few years ago, and this is really stupid because I can't remember his name, that they used back there for a kickoff returner for a while and he got hurt. Yeah. Um, it was number 32. They they ran the, um, was it Irvin or Irwin? Not Kristen. Oh, Tyler Irvin? Yeah. He was... Just last year. Yeah. And he did it. I, I think they picked him up the year before. That's how they got him. He yeah. was going to be the return guy. And then he got more playing time on offense and they took him out of there. Return, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. But I, I wouldn't call him. I mean, it was such a short stint that he did it. I mean, they, they haven't had anybody like no. that for a long time. But uh, to you guys' point, I mean, if it goes in the end zone, on the kickoffs, you just clap your hands and say, "We get her on the twenty-five. Yeah, no holding, no, no nothing. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, even on the kickoff team, I'd love for us to kick it in the end zone, but I don't think Mason Crosby can. No, no. I, <laughs> you I, leave my boy alone. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mason Crosby. No. Let's get him off a kickoff team, please. Well, save him. Jake, Jake wonders, and I'm, I have no idea 
the punter's got a, you know, he, his leg was on the $6 million man, if everybody remembers, the, <laughs> remembers that show. Big fan of that show. <laughs> Nobody does, but I'm sorry. But anyway, he's got a really strong leg. I would assume at some point he kicked off in his... I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago analyzing this because yeah. I, I said Bohorquist could should be the kickoff guy. Yeah. I didn't look at college. He has not kicked off. He didn't kick off ever for the Bills. Okay. So I don't know. It might be a thing that could mess up his motion. Okay. Which is possible, but no, I, I'm, it's a risk I'm willing to take at well, this point. I don't want yeah. any more kickoffs run back to the 45 and put our, trot our defense out there, see what they can do. Well, to me, I mean, and he's been a good punter for him. So he has I, been good. I, 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 I guess that that maybe would be a legitimate point for the rest of this year. Right. But I would tell him in the offseason to learn how to kick off. Because we're going to find somebody to do it, and if he can't, you know, mm-hmm. you, yeah. you know, um, and that's enough time to do it. Plus, it like connects more to the team. I would think that that's a win-win. Yeah. Could be. I don't know you what know. kind of golfer he is, but they all seem to have plenty of time to golf, so he can <laughs> yeah. practice kicking off a couple of times. You right. know, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we want to talk about with the Packers? Just with this group, we'll keep it a secret between the three of us. All right. Perfect. All right. Are they legit? Like, could they win the Super Bowl? I think they could. I think they could. Could doesn't mean they will. Right. Um, I don't know right now. Just, and this is just a recency bias, I guess. And they won. So, like some somebody said to me today, um, when you're bitching about wins, that's a good sign. It was me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I never so listened to you. To yeah. <laughs> I never listened to you. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but now oh, you sidetrack my damn thought, you jackass. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I know what my point was. I seen Kansas City play today, and if I've got to pick somebody, um, yeah, I'm, I'm picking. You know, I mean, and you got to be right. Yeah. Um, as of right now, a million things change: injury, COVID. Um, you know, you know, whatever. Um, because I'm not a big Tom Brady fan, uh, last year proves my point. With the exception of when they beat the Packers, because other than the Packers missing Bakhtiari, which was huge, mm-hmm. um, the Packers should have beat them. I mean, for sure, whatever. Yeah. But but they got on their way through. They should have gotten beat by Washington early in the playoffs. Heineke had him right where he was. You know, everybody they played kept having injuries or whatever, and then the Packers blew it. And then when they played Kansas City, they had none of their offensive line. You know, and maybe they beat them anyway. But but everything changes a lot of times just because of injury and illness and whatever else. But if I had to choose, I would pick Kansas City right now. Just looking at the NFC, to your point, anything can change. At any point, like anything can yeah. change. But there's no NFC team that I'm really scared of. Everyone has their issues. Yeah. Tampa Bay without Godwin, I think that's a massive loss for their offense. Yes. And then Cowboys are the Cowboys. Anything could happen there. Cardinals, I don't think, are any good. Mm-hmm. Rams, we've already beat them, and I think they're super hit or miss. You at least know Stafford's going to give you a few plays. It just matters. depends on yeah. if you can make them. Yep. So if the Packers can get to the Super Bowl, you know, it's a coin flip game anyway. Sure. Right, 
Right, and that that's that's very true. They could they could they get there? Absolutely. They, I think they have as good a chance as anybody in the NFC to get there for sure. Um, Literally, they do. <laughs> I, I love when announcers say that. That is a good. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good. Okay, okay that's segue. true. I like their chances. I love that at the beginning of the year. It's like this team's got a chance to win the big one. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So does everybody else. That's why Jacksonville didn't. That's <laughs> they never did. They never did. Who scares you? I saw you chuckle when Zach said none of the teams in the NFC scare me. Who scares you in the NFC? Well, one of the te- I was going to um, one of the teams that doesn't scare me. One one of the teams that doesn't scare me. What I was chuckling about, yeah. which isn't fair, because I was thinking forever. Zach is was we got to get rid of that damn Mike McCarthy, and I always said, you know, oh, he's not too bad. Who freaking fears Dallas? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Sunday Night Football tonight was like, I could see him marching into Lambeau, in the Tampa, anywhere. They could beat anybody. And I was like, if they played the Jags in the playoffs, I'd bet on Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> well, and the thing about Dallas right now is, um, everybody says, oh, their defense is so good. You look... Obviously, haven't looked anything up, and you said that wasn't a prerequisite for this show. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, you look at who Dallas played all year. Their division is terrible. terrible. They've had a couple of good games against, you know, they almost beat Tampa, you know, okay, and then people got, you know, they lost, but they almost beat Tampa. You know, um, did they lose to New England or, or barely beat New England in that? Um, in that they might beat them. That might have been a win. Yeah. But, I mean, you look at New England now. That was a win. Okay. But, I mean, most of the teams they've played have been shitty. Yeah. And 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 I just cut on Mike McCarthy, but the offense isn't his fault. Right. Well, he doesn't do anything, so nothing's his no. fault. No. Well, that's true. Well, apparently he can't call timeouts even, right? No. So, Smashes watermelons. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um... But their offensive coordinator is supposed to be the next coming of of uh, you know who you know Vince Lombardi or yeah. or, or uh, I know I'm really dating myself so you Bill Belichick whatever you want to say you know he's all too yeah. <laughs> Sean McVay <laughs> did you know uh, Bill Belichick loves Joe Pesci we found that out last <laughs> yeah. week too yeah. showed Dad that before the show yeah. he, he approved that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, does your opinion on Dallas change if I say they're up 21-0 in the first quarter right now? No. no. Okay. <laughs> just, just wondering. Dak is their one completion. This is what they do. Then everyone's going to be like, see? They're yeah, right. world beaters. Yeah. Yes. That's like they lost like two weeks in a row and everyone's like, what's happening? Then they beat the Giants and then they beat the Eagles. And it's like, they're good. Yep. Yeah. Here they come. Well, won't this also be if they uh, beat Washington tonight, Washington's third loss in a row? Yes. Yeah. Two of which were to Dallas. And the other, they didn't have, they had their third or fourth string quarterback. Yeah. 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 Washington's no good. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, that says, you know, you talk about Dallas, okay. Washington or Philly now has won a couple of games, but is the second best team in that division. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That division. It continues it, to be embarrassingly bad. It blows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they can't get anything right. But. No, no. I was thinking so. of this today. Maybe not now, but sometime in the future, off air. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'll just ask this question. What the hell happened in Philadelphia? 
I can't remember a team that good that just blew up like that in a while. But that Super Bowl team yeah. came and went as fast as news about Carson Wentz's wife. Like it just, it took, <laughs> well, she that, said some bad things yeah. and then it just <laughs> oh, went away? into the wind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. You'll well, look it up for you later. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> I can turn my phone on. <laughs> but I just, today they were like, Jalen Hurts, maybe he's good. And I was like, what happened to the Eagles, man? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That That is a really good question. One of it is, one of the things is, weren't they able to run the football? Really well, yeah. And, yeah. and, they, and they don't have a running back now. They do. He just got hurt today. Yes. <laughs> they, but to start the year, they were when they were bad. They weren't running the ball. Okay. okay. Now they're like, hey, let's give it to this guy who backed up Saquon Barkley in college, who's really, really okay. good. And now okay. they're finally doing it. Okay. Okay. But when Wentz was there, what mm. happened? Like he got hurt, obviously, yeah, and yeah. he came back. I think that offensive line just got older, and then sure. all of a sudden it got like super beat up, super injury prone. Mm-hmm. The whole team was injury prone. Defense was crazy too. Yep. But then he just started to get pressure, get hurt, and we've seen Carson Wentz under pressure even in Indy, yeah. and it's not good. No. I think no. that was the biggest issue. He welcomes it though. Yeah. yeah. He likes it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll yeah. spray two ankles at one play. He does not care. <laughs> He's Jonathan Taylor's best case for MVP. Yes. Look at my quarterback. Look <laughs> at our record. Jonathan Taylor's so good. Um, should we talk about cliches? Did you want to go over your list? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. How do we want to do that? Do we want to rank them? What do we want to do? I think we share, and then collectively we make a top. I have a logic. <laughs> let's share, and then we pick five. Okay. Okay. Or is that a terrible idea? <laughs> no, it's a good idea. It's just going to be hard to keep track, I think. But... Let's go for it. That's the best part. The five we remember are the five we pick. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll, we'll shoot back and forth. You go ahead first. Okay. What, so- what is this, by the way? The worst cliches? Is that what we're going to be ranking? These are just football cliches we've thought of. So do we do best or worst or just the um, five cliches? In my mind, they were just like the biggest cliches. They're sort of painful to hear, but I also sort of enjoy them. They're just the late, like... The laziest takes of all time. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. So the first few I have, a lot of them are coach related. But the first one I have is you got to give credit to the other team. That's the first (laughs) thing anyone ever does at the press conference. (laughs) Quarterbacks, coaches, uh, Lions came out hard today. Everyone said that after every time they destroyed the Lions this year. And they did not come out hard sometimes. (laughs) But the Bengals still said that. That's my first one. Dad, what do you think uh, about when an announcer yells, you have to keep your head on a swivel? <laughs> 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 that, that's not humanly possible. Correct. Correct. But you need to do you it. You have to do it. It's one of the most important parts of the game. Uh, one that we've shared on the show a lot, it's blank doing blank things. So like last week for the Packers, the announcer screamed out, that's big dog doing big dog things. When Mercedes Lewis caught a five-yard pass down the sideline. It makes no sense. It's lazy. And uh, everyone does it. This one was personal. But uh, every lineman ever knows that low man wins. 
is not true. I don't care. If I'm laying on the ground, my money's on Aaron Donald. <laughs> so I love when they're like, look at that leverage. They only point that out when it works. Like It's like, yeah, Bakhtiari's got the leverage. Yep. He's also a tank. Uh, NFL, obviously, there's a lot of talent all over. There's some good teams. There's some bad teams. But every coach knows that there's no easy games in this league. <laughs> Everyone says it. Every game's tough. Even uh, the Bengals game today with Joe Burrow passed for over 500 yards. It was not easy. <laughs> does, that, does that bother you more when you hear it? When it's like a win or a loss? Yeah, it's true. You mean like when the, the Chargers lose to Houston today and say anybody can beat anybody yeah. on any given Sunday. That's right. That's Even if it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one this is a Dan Campbell classic we played with a lot of heart today you know we we, we made some mistakes but th- these guys got a lot of heart it's my favorite one because it's like it's an, an amount of something and I want to know if there's ever been a football coach who's gone we need more heart we're like three I think Dan Campbell heart. also said that that's fair to be fair yeah. um, very simple line out of context that means absolutely nothing but it's just a coach saying i liked what i saw today <laughs> which is also always said was that at a dallas cowboys football <laughs> game so looking at the cheerleaders i like what i saw today <laughs> or mike mccarthy anything no, i liked what i saw today our yeah. timeout management nice yeah well done yeah. uh another general one we just got to keep grinding you know, we got a Dan like, Campbell kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chuck Pagano, actually. Okay. We just got to keep grinding, got to keep working, got to keep polishing the grindstone. Yeah. All of it. Got to keep working, got to grinding. <laughs> this is a two-parter because they're kind of used interchangeably. But people saying uh, to win, they need to get more stops or they need to score more points. <laughs> That's a very big ESPN sports talk thing. Uh, Cowboys aren't scoring enough points right now. Like, correct, they're losing. <laughs> they're losing, so there's that. Well, I'm sure this is on both of your lists, but he gives 110%. Oh, yeah. Screw you, <laughs> nobody gives 110%. <laughs> unless I, try, we're talking about this earlier to take, unless it's on a scale of a thousand, then then it's yeah. a shitty effort. Yeah. <laughs> I, the stops one is good because I, oh, they did that today. They were like, you know what this defense needs right now? A stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nailed it there. Um, how about this one? Defense wins championships. No, they do not. <laughs> the offense does, actually. Actually, it's a whole team. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mostly decided on points. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. more. Yes. And right. stops. Yes. Yeah. And stops. <laughs> um, this goes along with my last one, but this team didn't make enough plays today. The same, along the same lines. That's another line that they just sneak in. <laughs> it's a game of inches. That one is only ever said in... Oh, look, there's an inch. Like yeah. it's never, There's never a 40-yard bomb and someone's like, it's a game of inches. So many inches. <laughs> it's not true. Uh, the game was closer than the score indicated. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They, they don't make the, the point of, which is probably uh, as true if not more true, it ended up a one-score game. 
but we were killing them all day long, and they never <laughs> say, well, they got lucky to make it a seven-point game, say the Vikings today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I feel like that, out of all the cliches, is the one on the Jets coach's like, locker room door. Mm-hmm. Of, it was a lot closer than it looked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one's about the door. Uh Running back coach screaming, hold it high and tight. For <laughs> every middle-aged man watching when Lamar Jackson runs with the football. <laughs> We're all so unathletic. We're like, high and tight, Lamar. High and tight. <laughs> um, this is a commentator one that was going on today. Uh, Blank would like to have that one back. Right after the quarterback <laughs> threw the interception. <laughs> no kidding. Correct. Yep. Love to, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Troy Aitman, anytime any team wins a game, they just wanted it more today. It's always a desire. Yeah. You know, they actually scored more points, yeah. Troy. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe that team wanted it less. <laughs> um, a bend but don't break defense. So a defense that just suddenly comes on at the, in the red zone. They can stop it. But they were shitty for 80 years. That's right. We don't try That's until we get inside the 20. Yep. That's right. Dad, yeah. how many years in a row have the Packers had a bend, don't break defense? Christ. <laughs> I can remember when they had a, a break, don't bend defense. <laughs> uh, this one I know is on both of our lists. It's a game of two halves. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. Sure is. What, what a halftime quote. Uh, this one's mostly for uh, like white receivers uh, talking about them, but this guy's deceptively quick. <laughs> no, he's just really slow. Yeah. <laughs> or he's not as fast as the, yeah. the, the black guy playing. Well, he read the name Cooper Cup and didn't realize he could run. Well, I told Jake today, they were showing Cooper Cup, and I said, if he's, and I don't know that he is because we don't want to get into that, but if he's one of the 10 top receivers in the league, which he may be, I don't know if he's he is. He's up there. He's up there. Okay. If they put his picture up with the other nine, they can sing the Sesame Street song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of these things just doesn't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> also, his name is Cooper Cup. You know? Yeah, yeah. He came right from the country club. Him and Trey Wingle, <laughs> the third, by the way. <laughs> That's why I don't feel sorry for him getting X'd out on ESPN. <laughs> Dad has no sympathy for Trey Wingle or Kurt Warner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, one play at a time. No shit. <laughs> now we're going to do three right here now. <laughs> <laughs> Rogers every week. You know, we just got to take it one game at a time, one play at a time. Jesus Christ. No kidding. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we need to play 60 minutes of good football today. Yeah. Which never happens. I mean, no. No. <laughs> we've been talking about the, the Packers earlier today. If you watch the Packers this year, I mean, there's at times it's just like, you know, was this last game, it's like 200 yards. You know, feel free to tackle somebody, you know. But, you know, they win and get an interception, whatever it is. But uh, like 20 minutes of good football. Right. See where we're at. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> see if we got to try in the last five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got two left, and they're both from Dad. Uh, first one, uh, everyone else has been counting us out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Everyone counts everybody out, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everyone's an underdog. Yeah, yeah. That only gets brought up when they win, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hard right. count out for Yeah, yeah they were right. Yeah. <laughs> then it's not a cliche, it's just a fact. <laughs> we're right about us. Uh, this quarterback is a real gunslinger. Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> right. That doesn't make sense. It just means they. Don't read a defense. You just whip it. It's Brett Favre. That's true. That just means that they made a throw that also looked like it could have been picked off. Yeah, they're reckless. Yeah. Carson Wentz is a gunslinger. Same with Baker Mayfield on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, God. The gift that just keeps giving Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, last one I have. This coach is just old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to be new school. No, no. Old school. Well, then tough. you're an innovator. Yeah, true, true. True. that is a good point. Then you're an innovator. Innovative coach. Yeah, because nobody has ever thought of going for it on fourth down. Right. <laughs> I got these new analytics. They're telling us we should try this. Yeah. Like, like oh, they only use the old school stuff when it's like, oh, they're kneeling it to take the half. It's never like. A handoff. Can't get much more old school than a dive. Or just a hard tackle is old school. Yeah. Yeah. Remember those? He really sticks his head in there. (laughs) Neck roll is old school. Protecting himself. It's tough. Yeah, nobody wears that thing on the back of their their thing anymore because you are a pansy. (laughs) Uh, My last one is the quarterback has all day to throw it. He's got all day back there. All day, yeah. That is good. That is good. No, he does not. I just thought of one more. Okay. Old school made me think of it. An announcer yelling, that is vintage so-and-so. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly Roethlisberger. Anytime he does one good thing, classic Roethlisberger. That's a better version of Ben Roethlisberger doing Ben Roethlisberger things. (laughs) It's vintage. Yeah. And it's like, I I don't know if you watch Ben, everything he does is vintage. Yeah. Well, finish the cliche thing and then I had a a uh, uh, thought that I want we're to ask you guys. We, we're going to rank them or whatever, or you're not going to do that? Good, good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Keep us on track. Yeah. All right. What are the what are the five? Oh man, I really like the one team wanted it more. That's always a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think blank doing blank things is always good. Got to be on there. Very good. Hundred and ten percent. Hundred and ten percent. Yes. It's good. Um. Let's see. How do we feel about keep your head on a swivel? Keep your head on a swivel. Good. All right. So one more. Um, closer than the score indicated, or one team just needed to make more plays or get more stops, stuff like that. Yeah, they wanted it more. That, that wanted it more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that every coach when they lose, they just wanted it more. Yeah, they wanted it more than us. We weren't got out coached, out you know, out played, whatever. Yeah, wanted it more works. Yeah, good. All right, very good. Good cliches. All right, here's my my question. Um, so we're talking about I can remember old quarterbacks, but uh, and old players, but I was. You said I was going to be on here, and I was thinking about things to talk about. One of the things that I think have changed as much as anything is the quality of athletes. And you look back at the great quarterbacks of the, the past. One thing, they were mostly white, which brings in yeah. the racial element. But they're still 
more white quarterbacks in the league than there are black quarterbacks. For sure. All right. Um, they are so much more athletic now than they were back then. Oh, I mean, you can, you, you can talk about, um, you know, nobody's going to know who these guys are, but Bart Starr and Johnny Unitas and John Brody and and Packers traded for John Hadel. If you ever look up a picture of John Hadel, he's a fat, bald guy that, that threw for um, Washington had Zach. Maybe remember him. I don't think you remember either one of them. Sonny Jurgensen and Billy Kilmer. You look up them two boys, and I'm here to freaking tell you. I know Sonny Jurgensen. I do not know Val Kilmer. No, it's not Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. <laughs> yeah. Well, Val Kilmer's more athletic than Billy Kilmer was. They had the one bar across their. They just had one bar across their helmet thing. I mean, um, but those guys could throw, but they were not athletic at all. And you look at the quarterbacks now. I mean, we talk about Roethlisberger and Brady to an extent not being athletic, but you compare them to the guys that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. One, they're bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. But but um, it's it's apples and oranges. Correct. I mean, you know, they say, well, you know, they run more now than they could. That's because they couldn't run. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean. So I just wonder what you guys thought about that. I don't know if it's just. People are more athletic now, or that's the game has changed, or they're for sure more athletic. Um, like to your point, escaping the pocket was never a thing. Okay. It's if the rush got there, then they threw it away, and there's yeah. no intentional grounding at that yeah, point yeah, either. Yeah. So just throw it away, it's fine. Yeah, like now, Aaron Rodgers would have been a freak back then just from his mobility, right? Uh, you know, going back a little bit, Steve Young was mobile, yeah, and that was extremely mobile. Now it would just be like regular mobility, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mac Jones is kind of, uh, the vintage throw, throwback is another cliche <laughs> player cause he can't oh, move. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yes. But, but yeah, I think there has been more of an emphasis on three sport athletes, like in high school. And I think sure. that's made a big deal. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I also think it's just like who plays quarterback has changed. Like the kid who's fast and smaller, they don't say go to the wide receivers anymore. Like, if they can throw, they can throw. Mm-hmm. Right. Back in the day, you had to be Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the big, strong, sturdy kid sure. who couldn't walk his way out of a phone booth. You know, yeah. that was yeah. the ideal QB. And now it's like probably Lamar Jackson with better decision-making skills is the perfect, perfect quarterback. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think Brett Favre changed a lot of that. Okay. I, I think that era, because uh, Brett Favre was running around like an idiot, mm-hmm. but... People are thinking, if we can get Brett Favre and teach him football, mm-hmm. like that's the perfect quarterback back then. Then you see Aaron Rodgers doing it. And now I, that is one of the things that uh, draft scouts, yeah. Jake, that, uh, <laughs> draft analysts do actually uh, put some sort of emphasis on is yeah. that mobility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, back to Favre, one of the things that will keep Favre off of every list of the all time great quarterbacks. In 10 years, he's still on it now, mm-hmm. is interceptions. For sure. Um, when when at the beginning of, of Favre's career, you could throw an interception and the world didn't go crazy. Yeah. You throw four interceptions in a game now, and they're like, we can't play. I don't give a crap. You can't play that guy. Baker Mayfield just did it, and they're like, okay, well, his Browns crew is done. <laughs> it's done. I was going to ask you that because you study that kind of stuff. But I, I was when I was watching the game, 
and I don't know who I said it to, I said, I could hear the money whistling out of that guy's pocket. I mean, yeah. you know, um, uh, his, his coach says at uh, halftime, <laughs> all I know is, is that Baker's making horrendous decisions. And then he must have caught himself a little bit and said, which is not typically him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, he's done in Cleveland. They're not, they're not giving him that kind of money. No, um, he almost has to take another one-year prove-it deal. Yes, and just play healthy. Yep, you know, hopefully be healthy because yeah. he's for sure injured. There's sure, no doubt about there, it. There's no question on that. I mean, and it's not fair, but they're, you know, he's also getting paid millions of dollars to do commercials, and that's not fair either. You know, I mean, yeah. um, not that I blame him. Somebody wants to pay him to do that kind of stuff. They want to pay him, but if you go on the field. You're expected to be able to play. It's not, and 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 you're a hundred percent right. He's hurt, but um, he's also hurting his team by he's playing out, through but being hurt. hurt. And so when you're out there and you throw some of those passes, you know when you look at it on film and say, "Well, geez, if he was healthy, maybe it wouldn't have been an interception." Well, okay, fine, but it was one today, you right. know. And they and and Cleveland. I mean, they're not alone in this, but they're not going to. If their GM knows anything, which I think the new one does, he, he's good. Um, you're not tying yourself to a Kirk Cousins contract where you got to play him because you paid him. Yeah. So, can I say one thing about Kirk Cousins? This is the most positive thing I've ever said about Kirk Cousins. Do you like that? <laughs> well, he's played for the Vikings. Okay. Yes, correct. I loved Kirk Cousins for Washington. He was cool. He was hip. Okay. Now he's a nerd. Okay. Anyway, yeah. he's the best version of Ryan Tannehill. Oh yeah. If the as much as I hate the Vikings, if Cook had been healthy, they could do what the Titans are doing. If yeah. they had spent money in the right spots and gotten lucky in certain spots. And I think the league is keeping a spot open for the Ryan Tannehill's of the world as long as you have a Derrick Henry or a Jonathan Taylor. Wentz throws too many picks. Mm -hmm. Well, not that I want to stick up for Kirk Cousins, but one of the biggest defenses I would say if I was Kirk Cousins' agent is if you had Mike Zimmer for your freaking head coach, you wouldn't look good either. Well, then not only, but the, the deal with Zimmer is, is he doesn't pretend to know offense. But he hasn't. But he, he hates the offensive coordinator all the time. And he and you can't change offensive coordinators every year. No. You know, and they lost Stefanski because he got a job. But but he he'd have fired him by now anyway. Right. You yeah. know, run I the mean, ball. Yeah. They gotta run the ball. If you don't, you're out. Yeah. Yeah, now it's Kubiak's kid who's yeah. Yeah. fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, but about Baker. Or I had a point, I don't know. Yeah. About Farf. <laughs> Uh, like those interceptions, and to your point, I think he will be left off those lists because of it. Yeah, I don't think people compare the eras very well because no defenses back then could just hit the wide receivers. Yes, like like that that led to so many more interceptions. Yes, and then obviously the athletes at the wide receiver position has spiked yeah. insanely. Um, he's not throwing to a Bill Schroeder anymore. Yeah, or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, no question. What the that's a great point on what they, the defenses can do. Yeah. 
because they're handcuffed now. They used to be able to just annihilate people. I mean, you couldn't go over the middle. I mean, it's funny. Any James of those Harrison's guys. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, well the, Wes Walker. Here's a, here's a, he, this was a nine, this was a nineties, not an eighties Packer, but you remember Chuck Cecil? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He'd been out of the, they, <laughs> I mean, he, he had to go out of the league because of concussions. But he'd have been out of the league in three weeks. I mean, he just speared everybody in sight, you yeah. know. And and um, you can't do that anymore in the NFL. No. Um, one of the the things, yeah, you, the era thing is so tr- so true because right now, if you don't rush the quarterback, they're going to complete a pass. Mm-hmm. They're going to complete because you can't touch anybody after five yards. Um, uh, they. You know, if you get anywhere near them, they call pass interference. Right. It's, it's all that stuff. One thing, I can't remember who first said it, but I've been using it and taking it as my own point now <laughs> for the past two months. But, like, the most, uh, the highest percentage play this year in the NFL is throwing a pass short. Like, yeah. too short of the receiver. Because yeah. it's a pass interference every single time. Yeah, right. The wide receiver just tries to come back through the defender. And, like, oh, he shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah. What was he doing there? Yeah. That's a flick. Well, the other thing about that, and that is very true, but when they always give the quarterback credit for doing that. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what a play to throw it short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fact is he threw it as far as he could. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Everything he does is short. Yeah. <laughs> Brett Favre, this is an interesting point. He's so unlucky because once we get to a certain point, every quarterback who comes next is going to break all the records. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to look at it by decades, and he played through two of them. Right. So I don't know if he's the best quarterback of the 90s, and he's for sure not the best quarterback of the 2000 to 2010. So I don't know if he's ever going to be remembered as like the best of a generation. Right. Because he's in between two, and that sucks. If you cut it off by decade, I think, there is a pretty interesting line of, like, generations in football, I think, and yeah. it's always defined by quarterbacks. Yeah. So, like, you know, that Brett Favre generation went, and then it was the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning generation, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I think the generation before, he's for sure one of the best. I mean, there's no doubt yeah. in that. Yeah, It'll It'll, it'll be interesting because he has, what, three MVPs? Yes. Yes, yes, three. Something like that. So, yeah. I mean, that's going to carry a lot of weight, obviously. Uh, two Super Bowl appearances will do something. Who else is in his generation? Elway. Where's Aikman fit? I would say the same. So, was Aikman was the 90s? Yeah. Right. in 2001. Right. But they won their, did they win their Super Bowls all in the 90s? Or was one, yes, one of them? Yes, so. Okay. So, I would say in the 90s, is it him and, and Favre? Marino. M- Marino. Elway. Elway didn't win his, you know, Elway won in 98. Yeah, but I would guess that Elway is probably more in the 80s, though, but he wasn't as, I mean, he did win in 98, but but he was at the end of his, yes, end of his career. Yeah, they won it for Elway. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people continue to say Marino is the best of that generation. Okay. And I, you know, you can argue that it's totally cool. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice of you. Yeah. Like, I'll be the gatekeeper of this generation. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think him, Favre, Aikman's such a different kind of quarterback, so it's hard to compare even him. 
Yeah. He was just a, I mean, use it as a bad term, but like a game manager. That yeah, totally yeah. is what he was. Yeah, it was. Like well, he, he had the best offensive line, the best running game, and when he did clean for Emmett, and 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 when <laughs> and when he yeah, the, the best <laughs> dancing with the stars contestant yeah. in yeah. history. Yeah, there you go. Donald Driver was pretty good. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, they also, I mean, and they had good wide receivers. They had yeah, they had Irvin and and and, uh, and he doesn't get a lot of credit, but their tight end was Jay Novacek, who was really really good. Okay, Re- really good. I mean, he, I know he's not famous, but he he was right, good. Right. He was really good. Um, so that's another thing, though. If you want to look. And it's hard to break down, but you talk about all good, good. Well, even great, they're all great. All those great quarterbacks, they're all surrounded by talent. Yeah, oh. I, I mean, you don't. It's, you need a really good quarterback to to win, and a great quarterback to win a lot. Dilfer. Yeah, but you could. <laughs> he's a great quarterback. Yeah, consistently for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still for my, he's an arrogant jackass. As long as you're bringing up arrogant jackasses, Kurt Warner, <laughs> Trey Dilfer, Trey Wingo. I'm the grumpy old man here tonight. I guess I'm sorry. Can't stand Trent Dilfer. Perfect. <laughs> Just an interesting point with Favre. You know, I would agree with you that he's probably in Elway's generation and um, Marino's generation. He played as many years with Payton in the true as it and. And Tom, as he did with those guys. True. I think um, revisionist history is going to hurt Favre because of the because of the interceptions. They're gonna. They didn't talk about that as much when he was playing because he uh, he completed some of these passes that nobody thought he could ever complete, and they won all the time. And he played every day. And every game that has was, become less important since he's retired. Yes, yes, yeah, yep. But it also doesn't help that the person who took over from him is the polar opposite, where right. Rogers doesn't throw an interception ever, ever, and, and can really com- good <laughs> and can complete a sentence. <laughs> you talk about back to the mentor thing, the, the, the mentor thing. Well, I know one thing he didn't teach him. <laughs> Academics. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. Do we want to talk about football anymore? Or should I do the NBA thing? Let's do the NBA. Let's do it. We've, we've exhausted all this stuff that matters. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up. I'm ready. Okay. So I'm probably not going to be much help in this. I'm sorry, boys. I, I never am. Yeah. You, just, you soak it in. Yeah, soak it in. There's nothing to analyze. Other than just listen to what's going on. And if, and if you think it's great, throw yeah, it out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you don't, bite your tongue. <laughs> okay. I'm probably never going to be back on this show again, so I'm fine. No, you're fine. <laughs> so, uh, like Jake said earlier, we want to make the whole NBA season interesting other than just April on. Okay. Um, so, we are keeping track and uh, I'm not even sure the full purpose of this. We went over this before, but for like the NBA champion, uh, we're taking the approach to be the champion. You have to beat the champion. Okay. So 
Uh, the Bucks started as the NBA champions, okay. and w- once the Miami Heat beat them on October 21st, they became the NBA <laughs> yeah. champions. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and it goes King of the Hill style in that way. Okay. And you could earn wins by winning multiple games in a row. And uh, coming up to this week, there has been named a 16th champion so far, <laughs> oh, which boy. is very exciting, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Long as somebody does. There we, we go. Yeah, we ended last week. The Cavaliers were on a six-game winning streak as the NBA champion. Wow. Did hey. you know they were good? The Cavaliers? I knew they were better. Did yeah. you know they're the leaders for NBA champion right now? With six I, wins? I did not. That's seed? That's all, not talked about. No. Last week we learned they were the three seed in the East currently. Are they? I, I knew they were they, they were better. Um, they might win the whole thing. I just according to again, us, yeah. Not to step on Zach's segment here, but somebody <laughs> said they're winning too many games because they need to get rid of love, and and yeah. and they won't they won't do that as long as they're the number three seed or the NBA current NBA champions, correct? <laughs> Which is more important. <laughs> All right. And both of their young centers right now are out hurt, so they're actually forced to play Kevin Love. And my fantasy team really enjoys it. Yeah. Uh, but to your point about. Uh, they need to start losing games. They did that on December 22nd to the Boston Celtics. Okay. So the Boston Celtics became NBA champions for the first time this season. Historic franchise. They're going for number 19 right now. <laughs> but this might be a game you guys watched. On Christmas, the Celtics faced the Bucks. Uh 43-point third quarter from the Bucks vaulted them to victory. And the Bucks stole back the crown and are the current reigning Defending and, and being champions of the world oh, right now. There we go. Isn't that exciting for everyone involved? I missed the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of this day, by the end of the year, it's going to be right. Yeah. 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 Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's fun. I tell you. There we go. <laughs> but, but wait, there's more. Okay. Two more categories. Buckle up. All right. Uh, well, I'll go over the playoffs since we don't add anyone to the playoffs. This Correct. Week. So every three weeks, which is about a 10-game uh, section, we okay. take the team with the best record over their past 10 okay. and put them into the playoffs. Uh, so at which case, they don't need to try anymore. I'll see you in June. They'll be there. <laughs> you're, some you're, teams, in. Yep. you're You're in. You're okay. Some teams have taken that approach, yeah. as you will find out. <laughs> But so far, we've put three teams in for each conference. The East. Oh, I'll start with the West. This might sound a little bit better. The Warriors were the first team to go in at 9-1. Okay. and one. Okay. The Suns won 10 games in a row and went in second. Okay. The Grizzlies got the third spot, went 8-2 and two over that section. For the East, the 76ers went 8-2. and two. They have since stopped trying, and I respect <laughs> it. <laughs> After that, the Charlotte Hornets also went eight and two. They're the next team in. Okay. And then last week, obviously, the Cleveland Cavaliers three seed for ours and for the real NBA. So tell me that's not accurate. Yeah. Hard to argue with. Thank you. <laughs> Don't you hate when NBA teams stop trying to? So at this rate, they're tanking. Yeah, you can pick. You can pick when. Maybe the Spurs, you know, tank later. Not the Cavs. They tank okay. right now. Yep. Yep. I, that's exactly right. So I need a clarification. So every three weeks, the playoff teams change? No, we add one more from each conference. Oh, so it's, so you're in, baby. Those teams are in. Except we did the math wrong, and I think the, <laughs> the last the last section was someone's going to have to get out. So okay. we'll figure it out. 
But the goal was to split. Well, let's hope it's the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make... I don't think they could play 10 games in a row. No, that's true. Enough. That's true. The goal was to split the season into eighths. Yeah. And then pick the best team of each eighth. Okay. Right, yeah. From each conference. Nice to have a goal. But we remember there's seven teams that make it. Just like I said. Yeah. Seven. Which is the problem we ran into. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> so maybe it was our math from the get-go. Darn it. Now math gets you. Yeah. I'm feeling good about the Hornets, though. They're so buzzing. They, the Hornets are buzzing. <laughs> Okay, so now the MVP we're also keeping track of, and this has been an eventful race. This is the best one, Dad. Buckle up. Yeah, for sure. And it's the same type of um, philosophy, I'll call it, as the NBA champion. Uh, Nikola Jokic enters the season as the MVP, and whoever the leading scorer in that game with him becomes the MVP. And there is there There is math. There is. There is. And to date we've switched hands twenty two times. But open baby. The keep same few players keep grabbing it, unfortunately. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero are assholes. (laughs) They can't get it off. But it does reward teamwork. If you can't step up that game, make sure your teammate gets it yeah. so it stays in. Uh, but yeah, Jokic has won it the most times. We left off last week. Uh, Pete, you probably heard this on ESPN. Sadiq Bay was the MVP for the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> and he got it by default uh, because the Bulls po- uh, forfeited their game against them. So it went back to the previous matchup. Leading scorer for the Pistons was Sadiq Bay with 20 points. There's an I asterisk thought, by it, though. I thought that was a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. You want to have a test? Name the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Zach had me take that test. I didn't do very well. Yeah, he had him name one, and he went with Kelly Olenek. Somehow that's the one he did. It's true. Um, also, that's Sadiq, one more than I know. Sadiq Bay. Yeah, Sadiq Bay, I think, was in Kogamo. Oh, that I should I can't remember if this is an old man deal, but um, their number one draft choice. But I can't think of his name. Do you know his name? Oklahoma State. Oh shoot! What was his name? Ah, uh, he played Kansas State. Sure did. Yeah. Metal World Peace. <laughs> That's close. Cade Cunningham. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yes. I know him. Yeah. He's hurt right now, unfortunately. Yeah. So I'm not sure if the Pistons are going to be winning much. Poor Cade. <laughs> Poor Cade. <laughs> Poor Cade <laughs> is right. Uh, they did play today. Uh, they lost by 35 against the Spurs. Spurs are good now. Okay. Who's MVP? I'm getting to it. Okay. <laughs> so Sneak Bay. Jake uh, scored 20. And then last week we left off with Karis LeVert from the Pacers. Uh, dropped 31 on them, but then they had that big stretch off. And I said, there's a little tomfoolery, mm-hmm. some hijinks at play. Why did he have a week off? And his scheduling is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then... You they call me old. Hi, Jinx. <laughs> yeah. Zinga. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, we talked about the matchup that was coming up this past week. It was must-watch TV because the Heat were coming to town again. It's a Heat keep finding their way into this bullshit. <laughs> and we knew something was going to happen. And it did. So, Jake, Pete, Tyler Hero did it again. Oh. 
He's I going, hate him. He should have went to Wisconsin. I know. <laughs> Jake said the same thing. Should have. He dropped 26 points. However, Robinson also dropped 26 points. So it goes to the tiebreaker that we established two weeks ago. And uh, I assume, this if you thought I was old man before, listen to this. Free throws wins championships. Oh, boy. So the deciding factor is free throw percentage here. And... Uh, Tyler Hero's 85.7%. Robinson, 79.3%. He'll never be MVP at that rate. So Tyler Hero takes the MVP. Oh. And then he had to come back and play uh-oh, the Detroit Pistons. Oh, no. no. I know, Jake. And Trey Lyles, who you knew, and you knew played for the Pistons, dropped 28 points. <laughs> oh, he didn't. Went 11 for 11 on free throws because that's what MVPs are made of. <laughs> unfortunately, Higher all together, boy. Unfortunately, Tyler Hero scored 29. Oh. <laughs> and he is still the MVP. But this is exciting. We've never done this before. Uh, so this is special for you people looking who won the MVP today. And I'm happy to say... It's not Tyler Hero, who's, or, oh shoot, never mind. He plays with the Heels. Looking at the Pistons again. Lyles, Lyles. I thought, I thought Sneak Bay wanted to get all super jacked up. Um, so Tyler Hero only scored two points off the bench with a loser. Yeah. So he did not win MVP. Some hero. <laughs> no hero of mine. And I'm happy to say, it's not a surprise for the Orlando Magic. Okay. Gary Harris scored 20 points, four for four on free throws to get there. He is the current MVP. Gary Harris. Congratulations. I think that's our neighbor. <laughs> it might be. Former Nugget. Was he the actor in uh, um, uh, the Apollo 13? <laughs> that's Glenn Harris. That. <laughs> did you just make a Glenn Harris reference? <laughs> yes, I did. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, congrats to the Harris family. Yep, all of them. Big week in the NBA this week, though, Jake. So, uh, as we all know, the Orlando Magic now play the Bucks in a couple days. Finally, yes. finally, the Bucks have been dodged this whole time, Dad. It's They're finally be, time. Is Giannis healthy enough? Can he take down Gary Harris? I, I don't know. <laughs> True, true, true. If he doesn't sit, I think he can. <laughs> we will find out on Tuesday. You never know. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> Good for you. Dude, how cool would it be if his brother takes it for him? Thonis, one game MVP, steals it, Giannis takes it back home to Greece. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. That's why it's must-watch TV on Tuesday. Uh, anything else you two want to go over before we get out of here? I think I'm good. We didn't talk any about baseball. Oh, that's right. They're never going to play again. No, they're done. <laughs> I hope you got your fill last season because that's the last one. <laughs> Come on. We have a little time. Take a, just a little moment. Tell us about the best baseball moment you've ever watched and why baseball's great. To Zach. Yeah, the world's, Yeah, convince Zach why baseball's good by telling us about one game. All right. Best I ever seen? Yeah. Why they changed the rules. To have, have uh, play-in games, mm-hmm. because one year uh, the Detroit Tigers and the Minnesota Twins tied for the <laughs> tied to the division. <laughs> and, the Twins pot. <laughs> and um, anyway, winner take all, about a 12-inning game or something like that. 
and was about as exciting a baseball game as you could have ever seen. Sit on the edge of your seat. There you go. How about that? And then people say overtime hockey is better, but I don't understand the rules, so that's fine. <laughs> so the greatest moment about baseball was changed. There's a rule change so it can never happen again? So they can. Oh, okay. Okay. So they, they I thought it was like okay, yeah. it'll never happen again. No. Go baseball. No, it they changed the rules to make the so they are playing games. So they're playing games. So your wild card teams, you have to yeah. play each other to get into the playoffs. So it's a one and done type of deal. And to put you know, a game so good that it made baseball's worst trait awesome. I got home from school and I was like, damn it, I'm going to miss the game because I got to do chores. Did chores, came home. Third inning. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. How many runs, Jake? It was like 2-2, two, two, and I was like, oh, we got a chance. We got a chance. Well, actually, that game ended up having a lot of runs scored. Yes, yes. Yes, it did, but it was probably 2-2. Two, two. it was tied. Two, yeah, yeah, two, it was two. like low. And then things went nuts, dude. I didn't miss anything. It was yeah. awesome. Things went nuts. Yeah, it went crazy. It was. Orlando Cabrera hit a home run that barely went over the wall. Yeah, it's about his second of the year. He was a power hitter that Sweet. boy. <laughs> that sounds awesome, man. Yeah, it was good. You should have been there. It was, it was unbelievable. You were probably playing sports or something. I don't know. Doing uh, yeah, friends. Probably painting a wall uh, or something. I'm here to tell you, nobody's tougher than a baseball player. They have all them injuries. People dislocating their shoulder, carrying their luggage. <laughs> On the disabled list for two months. <laughs> all right. That's enough baseball. I'm good. <laughs> enough baseball from two Twins fans. Yeah. So, does it, am I wrong? I'm from very outside, obviously. All right. Does it seem like every Twins playing game is against the Yankees? Oh. Play, play this off is game, game. <laughs> Yeah. I do the reaction. Nothing. <laughs> nothing is more just disheartening than you got to play the Yankees. I mean, it's just disheartening. It just. Mm. You know, Let me make not a baseball only... metaphor. All right, this will help. All right, uh, the big unit, Randy Johnson. Yes, I know who you were talking about. <laughs> Point at me. Big <laughs> unit, Pete Osmond. Randy Johnson. Yeah. Once killed a bird with a baseball. Awesome. It was just awesome. Feathers everywhere. Zach would have loved that if he if he'd have seen I, that live. Man. Yeah, I saw. I've seen a clip of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. The twins were the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the freaking truth? Except that the bird kill was cleaner. <laughs> every year and quicker. Every year like, we have a chance. We're fine. What's that? <laughs> we get one game and we're done, man. Well, even the thing about it is, is even you know, they get three or whatever. They never win. You know, it's the best of five. The last time they played them was the best of seven. They get. They don't win one. They get swept every time. Every they time. lost like 16 in a row. Jesus, it's disheartening. The last time it wasn't the Yankees, but you know who it was? The Astros. Oh, that's my team. <laughs> it's like, oh good, the new Yankees. This sucks. <laughs> Everyone hates them too. Worst part about it is, what are we, like the Yankees' sixth biggest rival? Sixth, maybe we hate them. Like I hate the Yankees. It's a one-sided rivalry. We're talking. That's not a rivalry. I'm here to tell you, when the Yankees get up in the in the morning, they don't say, "Oh, we got to beat them Minnesota Twins." They got like, "Hey, we only have to take half our players today. We are good to go." And the Twins are like, "Ooh, we got the Yankees." You know, the curse dies now, and they're like, "What are you talking about? We played before the Yankees." 
And the twins, here's a here's a comparison. A uh, name the bug. Uh, a fly and your car windshield. <laughs> Which one do you think the twins are? <laughs> so when we beat them, they won't care. <laughs> but we'll be drinking champagne in this yeah. household, yeah. man. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. All right. It's yeah, enough of the twins banter. <laughs> okay. This was the Flurry Sports Podcast. We will be back next week. This would actually be a good one to have Hannah and Emily uh, commentate over. If we wanted to do that. Let's have Hannah and Emily commentate on, yeah. Okay, maybe we'll have that this week as well. See ya. Peace. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.